Hey everybody, it's Aaron from Got A Minute, and we've got Brad and we've got Brother Dana. Brother Brad and Brother Dana. Dana's got a channel, Brother Dana, and uh, and Brad, he was on with us last night or yesterday, whenever you guys were watching the video, and uh, glad to have you guys. Great to be here. Thanks for having me. Same here. Good to be here. Yeah. So um, these guys are, they both have really good skills at Stellarium as well. And they've got brains that think like myself as well. They like their math, they like their numbers, they like to see things. And so um, we are going to talk about a lot of things, lots of exciting things. Feast of Trumpets uh, is coming around the corner and there is so many things and asteroids up there. It's not even funny. It's like a big <laughs> billboard sign. And um, we are going to hit and focus on Yeshua. So I'll give you a little introduction there. Yeshua, and there's an asteroid called Ojima. And the, the number that it is associated with is, uh, it means bride. So uh, Ojima means, the, the number with Ojima is 3565. And that Greek number in Strong's is 3565. So whenever an asteroid has a number, almost all the time we i'm just checking out the strong's number either the hebrew or the greek and so this asteroid ojima uh, the number three five six five so that's strong three three five six five means bride so we've got this uh, yeshua yeshua comment and this bride comment uh that was in the womb december 18th on hanukkah 2022 and then there's also this other asteroid that means embryo and then there's this other asteroid that means Gabriel, just like the angel Gabriel, all there on Hanukkah, December 18th, 19, uh, nine months before Feast of Trumpets. We're going to show all that. We're going to go through it really slow. We're going to show our screens and all that. So, and then we're going to share some other things. We're going to talk about the Nishimura comet and the comet Levi Shoemaker. And Dana's brought up some really excellent things there, show some pictures and things like that. Um, so before we go into all that slowly, what I'm going to do right now is I'm just going to rifle off. There's like a thousand asteroids in that Virgo area, and yeah. it's like you can really tell a story. What what I'm going to do is this. I'm just going to talk kind of quickly for like five minutes, and I'm going to name just a few, like around 30 of the asteroids, 30 of the thousands or thousand in that area that just really popped out. Thank you to, to uh, Sharon in particular for sharing. Uh, a lot of this stuff among other brothers and sisters. Um, so I'll put Brad's screen up and Brad, if you can keep up with what I'm saying uh, while I'm talking about this. So you've got your story and maybe you can make it a little bigger for the viewer and I will get rid of our faces so they can see the screen a bit, a bit better. And um, we'll go from there. So the first one is Dura, D-U-R-E. And can you see that? And this is uh, during, we're going to try and focus on September 19th, uh, 2023, if you can get it. And Dura, and this was a comment by Delta, or D-E-L-Y-T-A. And Dura means to last long. And the Strong's number in Hebrew, 3104, means a ram's horn. So this little asteroid in Virgo's chest means a ram's horn. And here we are waiting for the ram's horn to be blown on Feast of Trumpets. And how does a ram's horn operate? You have to blow wind 
from your lungs into a ram's horn. And this um, asteroid here means ram's horn. So we could sit on that for a while, but we're going to move on. I'm just going to just, just kind of throw some info at you and move on. Um, we also know that child in the uh, Bible, this is not an asteroid, but 2030 means child. And also that's in Hebrew. In the Greek, 2030 means eyewitness. So we're expecting for a second coming in 2030. We're at least hoping that. And there you go. All right. Another asteroid is Ba. Cilia, B-A-S-I-L-E-A, -E if you've got that, Brad. And that Strong's number means seven. So we're expecting seven years. And that's in the foot, right? Is that, is that right, Brad? Uh, Yeah, close. Yeah, so it, very close to the bottom there. And that means seven, the Strong's number, 2033. And so we're going to move on to another one, um, N I N. I-N-G-E-R, and that number for that one is 2421. And the Hebrew uh, definition means to live. We're going to have new life, uh, hopefully, at this time. And where's that? That's right around the moon, right? And on, on, uh, Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then it also means in Greek, 2421 means Jesse, son of Obed, father of King David. We talked about Jesus being the son of David. So another one that, uh, this is a big one right here. This is R-I-S-T-I-I-N-A. And that number is 2690. And uh, the Hebrew for that is to sound a trumpet. To sound a wow. trumpet. <laughs> right? <laughs> and where is that, Brad? I can't see great, but is it around the foot? It's uh, on the 19th. It's between the legs. It's right between the legs, and it means to sound a trumpet. And the Greek uh, for 2690 is to overturn or overthrow. So that's wonderful. Here's another awesome one. It, it, the spelling is P-A-L-O-M-A-A, -A -A, and that number is 1548. And the Greek meaning is to give in marriage. And the wow. Hebrew, yeah, mm. the Hebrew is to be bald, shave, shave off. So, you know, we talk about sackcloth and bald-headed and all that. Where is it? Is, is it in the shoulder? Yes. Yeah. So that means to give in marriage, and it means to be bald or shame. So it's like, it's, a, it, it's like a double meaning here. It's like it's a good thing and a bad thing. It's also You're like getting, a, go yeah, up the bald head, go up the bald head. Yeah, that right. That's right. <laughs> Feel day. free to feel free, guys, to interject. I'm just kind of I just I don't want to waste people's time. I just want to just fire off info. And uh, but certainly, if you if you hear anything that I say, just like hey, Aaron, I thought of this or whatever. So anyway, so um, that's that. We have another one. It's the spelling is Y A S U T A N I, and that number is four eight six three. And so the Greek meaning for that is to, to lead together, to bring together, to come together, to assemble, to assemble. And we're waiting for God to assemble us, our Father to assemble us. And that's in the left arm, is that right? Yes. Okay. Okay, so now uh, Brother Daniel shared this with me in my Discord, and this spelling is K H. 
A N I N A. The number there is three zero six eight. This is amazing. This one. So the Greek is I wash, bathe the body, I cleanse from sin. And then the right. Hebrew means Yahweh. It means Yahweh. That's the Hebrew number for Yahweh in Hebrew. So in other words, Yahweh cleanses me from sin is in Virgo. So that's awesome. <laughs> Another one is uh, Gen Genevira 613. So the spelling is G-I-N-E-V-R-A. And that Greek number is 613. And that means I hide, I conceal, I keep secret. Hmm. And this whole thing is a bit of a mystery, is it not? Yeah, that's the glory of kings to search out a matter. Yeah, that's right. And Jesus always spoke in parables. And so the 613 is I hide, conceal, and I keep secret. And um, so that's that. Uh, this one's huge. Okay, so this one's fun. Okay, Q-U-E-R-C-U-S. And the number for that is 8643. And the Hebrew meaning for H8643 is Torah. Well, hmm. uh, Feast of Trumpets is called Yom Torah. So this means a shout or a blast of war, an alarm or joy, <laughs> clamor. That is an uh, uh, acclamation of joy or a battle cry, especially clangor of trumpets as an alarm. Alarm blowing of the trumpets, joy, jubilee, loud noise, rejoicing, shouting, high, joyful sounds. So, How many does that make now? <laughs> like I, three or four? <laughs> yeah. Isn't this amazing? It really is, man. It's it's like you said. This is Team Jesus. I mean, there's so many of these to search out. And, you know, we've had so much help from people in the community that, to help point out a lot of these. That it's just so amazing. Yeah, that one was a fun one. That so that means Yom. That means Torah. That so you're so this asteroid. So it's feast of trumpets, which means Yom Torah. So now we have an asteroid with a number that means Torah. Blow the trumpets in Virgo on feast of trumpets. That is amazing. God's odds. God's odds. <laughs> this is not a coincidence. So I'm just. I'm, if you guys don't mind, I'm just gonna just keep 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 on reading, and then we'll get into conversation. Uh, but it, certainly interject it. Another one, it's called uh, Still, S-T-I-L-L. -L. 6116 is the number. And that and the Hebrew meaning for that is an assembly, especially on a festival or a holiday. Wow. A solemn assembly meeting. Wow. And where is that? It's a, it's a, that's in the feet. Yes, on the 19th, it's by her knee. Yeah, perfect. So that means, yeah, a solemn assembly. My goodness. I've got scriptures here. I guess I'll skip it for now. I can come back to it if we want. But, you know, in Joel, there's talking about a solemn assembly and, and things of that nature. Okay, this is another one that was shared by Anne uh, in my Discord. And um, it's Christine. So C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N. And that number is 628. And the Greek meaning, again, means to wash fully. That is, have remitted, wash away. I wash away my sins in baptism. 
and the Hebrew number means gathered up together. 628, gathered up together. I mean, nice. <laughs> I like it. And it also means, Christine also means follower of Christ in Latin. So this is a giant neon flashing billboard in the sky right now. It's basically what we're discovering. Uh, yeah, it's like it hurts my head because I'm like, <laughs> I, I like simple. I like my channel's called God a Minute. You know, I just like if I just saw one or two, I'd be good with that. You know, I'm the same way. This is it's almost it's almost strikes me as gaudy, you know, because <laughs> <laughs> so, like the other one, the, the 2017 one had at least it had this sort of elegance to it, you know. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I just the, the last 24 hours, people are like sending me things and I'm writing it down just by hand. Like, okay, 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 okay. You know? <laughs> so um, also in Virgo, Anne wrote that there's a permanent star called H-E-Z-E. -E, so this is not an asteroid. This is just a permanent star in Virgo, uh, right um, in the reproductive area. And um, so this means he will increase or add. So uh, the child comes when it goes past that line um god will increase will he increase um us into his kingdom you know what i'm saying so that's what that star means he will increase okay here's a really awesome one from sharon uh it's s r b i j a and the number is 1564 and this is Hebrew it means an embryo an embryo so we're gonna talk about that uh, later on so hold that thought because that's a very very important one an embryo okay because we're gonna talk about the child and the birth and all that with Yeshua and the bride and all that so that's gonna come back into play when we talk about that in, in a minute uh, okay another one to share I'll skip those two um, Okay, these two are really good. All right, so this is also from Sharon. So Weaver, W-E-A-V-E-R. Hmm. And that number is 3107, and that means blessed. Blessed. Now, we know Titus 2.13 is we're waiting for our blessed hope. So there's blessed. And where's hope? Well, it's P-E-R-B-R. R-A-H-E, that's another asteroid, okay, so it's P-E-R space B-R-A-H-E, and that number is 1680, and the Greek meaning for 1680 is hope. So, um, we have a blessed hope, we had a one wow. asteroid that means blessed, and we got another one that means hope, right in Virgo yeah. at this time, Incredible. we're waiting for our blessed hope right amen nice dana and i were talking about lily uh i think it was last night and so the asteroid is s-a-l a-z-a-r and that number is 2918 and that means lily and song of solomon talks about lily hmm. lily of the valley uh sorry what was the where was the blessed one again uh, it's Weaver, W-E-A-V-E-R. Okay. Maybe Brad can pull it up again. I think they were pretty close. Were they not, Brad? Weaver and 
Yeah, Weaver is on this day right in the wheat. Okay. And then the sixteen eighty is is like right next to it, or what? Yeah, let's just review it again. Dream Weaver. Uh, oh yeah! Wow, very that's close. really close. Yeah, so they're very close. So they're blessed hope. Those two together mean blessed hope. I mean, we. I could just that, do a video that on. There's like cowbell right there. Honestly, I, mm-hmm. I, I know. Should I go get my cowbell? Uh, like, yes, get for the that cowbell. one. You might have to. <laughs> I mean, there's my cowboy yeah. for you guys. And is it the blessed? Is, is that in the Strong's number? Yeah. So blessed is G three one zero seven. Okay. This is a keeper. Yeah. And I then the other ones weren't good, but that one's really cool. Really cool. No, I, I know, I know, I know. There's just so much info. It's like that could be a video just by itself. Blessed it, and hope. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, what was the G? The Strong's number again for the blessed? Yep. Yeah, so that was uh, G3107. Okay. And the hope is G1680. Wow. That is really cool. Now, for that Kudos, hope... Whoever, whoever found that, that was really cool. Yeah, that's Sharon. Yeah, she found so many things. And awesome. The, the H, the Strong's H for uh, that hope uh, one, so it's the 1680 means to move, gently glide, glide over, and that comes from the Book of Song of Solomon as well, that, that word that word is in Song of Solomon. To move gently and we're waiting to fly gently out of here for our blessed hope so just those Amen. two alone deserve its own thing okay here's another one uh, it's spelled t-o-v-a-r-i-s-h-c-h and um that number is 2787 and in greek that means the ark the wow. ark yeah, in which Noah sailed the Ark of the Covenant, and uh, the the Hebrew for two seven eight seven is to be hot or scorched, to burn. So there's there's this is one of those uh, asteroids that represent kind of two different things. You're either on the Ark or you're going to be scorched mm-hmm. or burnt. You know. Um. So I'll skip that one. Uh, Okay, just like the days of Noah, right? I just said that, the ark in which Noah... Okay, so the next one is K-A-M-O. And the number for that is 4215. And so the Greek number for that is floods, rivers, waters. And is that near the one I just showed? Yeah, that was really close to the the last one. Both are right next to the moon. Right next to the moon in that zone. Okay, so the, the one I just shared before was talking about the Ark and Noah, and then the one I just talked about is talking about floods, rivers, and waters. So I'll give you a cowbell for that. So <laughs> just like the days of Noah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and shall right. come like a flood. Shall come like a flood. Dan and the fact that, Daniel, right? yeah, and the fact that Nishimura goes to an Ark afterwards. Yeah. Very oh, yes, exact, exactly. Yes, thanks for the reminder. Yeah, Nishimura flies into the Ark and stays in that constellation permanently after this whole thing. Ridiculous. Okay, the next one is K-I-L-A-D-Z-E, and that number is 4737. In Greek, that means to crown, to crown, and or to be crowned. And we're going to the crowning ceremony. That's what we're doing here. And where is it? Is it near the head? 
It is. In, in this image, it's on her shoulder, but yes. It's on her shoulder. Okay. Without the artwork, yeah, it would be right at the head. Crown him with many crowns, the lamb upon the throne. Yes. Waiting for that. And then the Hebrew for 4737 means possession of Yah. We are we are a possession of Yah. Ooh, that's good. So that's that one. I'll skip this other one. Uh, okay, now I couldn't find this on mine, so I don't know if you're going to find it without. The number is 5604. Are you able to find it? If you can't, I, that's okay. 1992 FE? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, right in the wheat. Okay, so ready for this one? So the Greek for 5604 is birth pain. Hmm. Nice. Cowbell. Cowbell. Cowbell, yeah. I need more cowbell, baby. I need, yeah. I guess you guys are the ones that decide if there's a cowbell or not. <laughs> but yeah, so that means birth pain, 5604. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. That's really good. You know, right in line with the womb. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, man. I, I didn't. Amazing. You know, okay. It's you know just, what? You know, I bet like all of these asteroids, um, have stories of their own like if, if you if you uh follow them back in time you know and yeah uh, <laughs> it's just there's not enough time to to, to <laughs> delve into every single one but the yeah. few ones that we have sort of looked into in detail they have got when, once you start looking in detail there's like a whole bunch of other stuff you uncover i know i just noticed in the comment that irish girl says jesus is at the door and dora which i it means door as well so um that's right yeah. yeah, I think Brad said that right in yesterday's. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think there's an asteroid called America. Uh, yes. So I think that's going into, I think that's at the bottom going into Libra. Yes. Oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. So America 916, <clears throat> 916, the Greek number that equals burden, charge, Ooh. heavy, press. So America is going into uh libra um right after this uh oh uh oh wow. judgment huh. um so rebecca king uh, uh shared this on a, a comment thank you and again this is going to be one of the themes of this video so we will get there but ojima you might as well show ojima right now ojima o-j-i-m-a <clears throat> three five six five so this is a big deal. Pay attention to this one. We'll get back to this. But the Greek number 3565 means bride. That means this one means bride. And um, if you go one strong number over, 3566 means bridegroom. If you go one more than that, it means bridal chamber. Hmm. So, But this particular asteroid uh, means bride with the Greek number. So, yeah, hold your thought on that one. I got like uh, another one here. Okay, here's another really awesome one shared by uh, CRMOSS1212 in a comment. And uh, it's Pascal, P-A-S-C-A-L. The number is 4500. And just like we said, it, we're waiting for the trumpet to, to blow, right? And we already shared about Yom Terah. <laughs> so this one is uh it means with a great noise with a rushing wind hmm. and where's that is it uh it's in her arm that it's close to where the blessed hope were wow 
with a great noise. So close to the, to the lungs, I guess. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Ojema means the glory of God. So that bride asteroid, the definition of Ojema, according to the Urban Dictionary, means intelligent, special, beautiful, handsome, and potentially romantic. It says, <laughs> and of course romantic. This is from the Urban Dictionary. But uh, the, the first definition it gave was the glory of God. Hmm. Ojema, that bride one. Um. We have Brandy wrote, I'm going to show two more, okay? Brandy wrote T-A-K, this is the, the next one, T-A-K-A-G-A-G-O. This one is, apparently it's the old name for Taiwan. What is the number on that one? There's no number, I don't think. Can you find it? I don't see it. Spell it one more time. T-A-K. A G A G O. Yeah, I don't I don't have that one. Okay, well we'll skip that one. But that one is in there somewhere. Maybe I'm spelled spelling it wrong myself, but that means old name for Taiwan. And I know there's been a lot of thoughts and dreams and patterns with Taiwan and things like that. So um maybe we'll come back to that another time. Um all right, last but not least, Geo Williams, G E O. W I L L I M sorry I A M S and that's number three seven zero zero. The Greek meaning for three seven zero zero means to appear. To appear. We're waiting for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing. Yeah, so that was shared by Daniel Taylor. So I'm gonna show you my screen of, of Daniel Taylor's picture here. So that's that, and I will. I'll take our heads out of it so they can, can see the picture a bit better. And uh, he just put put up a couple of verses of, um, you know, the that had the word appear in it. So um, that's to the left of Virgo. And we're waiting for that glorious appearing. But I, um, I, I guess I won't share it. But that. The, th the Strong's 3700 is in the book of Revelation quite a bit. And so I will, uh, maybe I'll kick this stream, and maybe I'll just get my Bible app up, and I'll show you a couple of verses where it says it. And then we'll get talking about the other things that we, we're going to get talking about here. So window. Uh, oh, maybe I have to open up this first. Let's try it again. Here we go. So I will go to, can you see the screen? Yes. Yep. All right. So I'll show you where 3700 is, in, just in the book of Revelation anyway. Um, it's in Revelation 1-7. And uh, behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him, and they also will, which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him even so. So every eye shall see him. There is that word that I just showed which is to the left of virgo right there every i shall see him see him and then revelation uh 11 19 it's there and then um well guess what it's in the revelation 12 verse 1 verse which is so critical to what we're talking about right now and there appeared right there 
so that asteroid 3700 is right beside the woman right now uh a feast of trumpets and there appeared a great wonder in heaven so there it is right there it's also in revelation 12 3 uh and there appeared another so it's right here as well isn't that something that's really cool and revelation 22 verse 4 uh and they shall see his face right there they shall see his face and his name shall be in their foreheads. We are waiting to see his face, waiting for his appearing, our blessed hope. Um, so, all right. So that's kind of like, I just wanted to slam all that stuff down as quickly as I could. And uh, so I'll take that off now. And if we, now, if we ever need to um, refer back to any of those that we said now, that now that we kind of heard it and maybe it'll come up in conversation again. So, um, What's next, guys? Shall we shall we show the movement of um, Yeshua and Yeshua and the bride thing with Brad's picture? Sure, sure. Okay, let's do that. So, again, thanks, guys, for being here. Um, so, can you sh start it from 2017? Yes. So, guys, this is so so cool. This is so cool. Uh, Dean and I were trying to figure this out too and trying to we're trying to lock in two asteroids at the same time and watch their movement and brad figured it out today and like and we watched the movement of yeshua and that bride asteroid ojima 3565 which means bride we watched the movement all the way back from what what 1948 is that right yeah yeah we started at um the rebirth of israel in 1948 in may and followed it all the way we watched it i don't know how many minutes it took but it was a while and and it was an, an amazing video, really, an amazing image to watch from that up to this point. Yeah. So, uh, but we're going to start from, is this 2017? Yes. So let's start from there, and I'll make that screen bigger. And uh, so we're going to watch Yeshua who uh, follow uh, the bride asteroid, and we're just going to watch it. And then we'll come back and we'll slow it down, okay? So you can see them moving through the stars. And you can see that they they travel together. It's like they're dancing. It's and then like Ojima means bride again. Yes, yes. Ojima, the, the number is Greek for bride. And so Yeshua is behind the bride, flying through the constellations since 2017, just following her along. When when she goes back, he goes back, more or less. See that? They go, they're just gliding together. And then... Um, as we approach Hanukkah 2022, they get they get to the womb together. They, they, they're in the womb at the exact same time. See how close they are now? And they go through that womb together. And, yeah, go ahead and just play it through. And maybe go even go to 2030, and, and then we'll come back to this. But this is amazing. They're, they're going to the womb together. Boom. And then boom, there's there's trumpets, and we'll come back to that. But I just wanted to show you guys. Now Yeshua is in front mm -hmm. of the bride. The, the whole time before this, he was behind her, and now he's guiding yeah. her through the rest of the constellations. Um, we'll we'll go all the way to twenty thirty, just so you guys can see the movement here. It's like a nice little dance through the stars. It is. It's very poetic. Yeah. I think it's brilliant. I, this is 2027 now. 27, yeah. 
and and you'll notice in 2030 when we get there that uh, Yeshua is in Capricornus, representing, in my opinion, the separation of the sheep and the goats. And then it, uh, the bride is in Sagittarius, where the bow is, representing us coming back on white horses. That's what that's what the way that's what I see in the picture. But you guys can tell me what you see. In- oh, that's exactly what I think too. I I can't think of a better picture than that. Right about here, right? Yes. So that's twenty thirty. Yeshua is in Capricornus, separating the sheep and the goats, while the bride is on the white horses. You know. <laughs> is there anything in there, Dana, that you're like, whoa, because you haven't seen this yet? Um, you you told me about it, um, but this is the first time. Yeah, I've seen it uh, where um, Yeshua. Uh, took the lead. Uh, what was that in 2022? Yeah, they went into the. So let's go back to 2022 now, guys. Uh, Brad, they went into the womb together. We're I gonna, saw that. Yeah, we're going to focus on December 18th now, 2022, and that's Hanukkah. Okay, and Dana, why don't you start talking about Hanukkah and all that? This is a perfect segue, and we could even share some of your screens and come back to Brad's screens. But let's now talk about this Hanukkah thing. Because it was nine months ago from this Feast of Trumpets, September 19th. All right. Let me know if you want me to share your screen or whatever, or I don't know. Yeah, let me just I'm gonna share my entire screen. So. Okay. Okay, so we're going to put on Dana's screen now. And your entire screen is being shared right now. Um, yeah, so just to take a step back... Um, we, I don't know, some of you might remember this picture. I think it came from Steve Fletcher's channel, and this was um, late last year. And we sort of, uh, well, he, he basically figured out that the Blood Moon Tetrad of 2014 and 2015 and the Blood Moon Tetrad of 2021-2022, um, uh, from each respective Blood Moon, so from, I don't know if you can see my, can you see my mouse pointer? Yes. Yeah. So from this one um, in April 2014 to the first one of of the next Tetrad, there's exactly um, 2598 days. And the same goes for every single blood moon. It's actually pretty amazing. Um, And even the solar eclipse that's that's in the center of the Tetrads of these respective Tetrads, exactly 2598 days. So uh, if you look up um, 2598 in Strong's Hebrew, it means Hanukkah, right? So, you know, we, we, we thought at the time, okay, well, maybe that means the rapture's on Hanukkah. So we really didn't know. But as it turns out, um, it wasn't, obviously. But uh, we, can take, we can take a look back now to see what it, actually it was that God was showing us uh, with this uh, little alignment, we'll call it. So exactly 40 days after that last blood moon um, on November 8th, 2022 is Hanukkah. And I'll put my Stellarium here. And yeah, so this is kind of rehashing here, but the red reticule is the Yeshua asteroid. And so if you start going forward in time, so there's uh, December 16th, December 17th, and December 18th. You see the moon? Boom, right there. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
just after, well, maybe not just after sunset, but like about a couple hours after sunset in Jerusalem on December 18th, 2022, which is Hanukkah, um, the moon conjuncts perfectly with that Yeshua asteroid. And to me, this, this marks the conception. I mean, it's, it's, it's perfect, right? Because, um, just after sunset is when you celebrate Hanukkah, right? And, and that's how the Jews do it. And, um, the Hanukkah, Hanukkah is basically the typology of it. It's, it's the, it's the feast of light. So that also, we, you know, we also consider, um, Jesus to be, have been conceived on Hanukkah because that's when the light entered the world. So clearly that fits this typology perfectly. So if this, uh, Yeshua uh, asteroid is marking at this point, the conception of the child asteroid, which would come later. And actually, uh, that child asteroid does come later. Um, exactly nine months. I don't, not exactly, but it's like nine months in one day. Um, yep. This is the most compelling evidence I, I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it really is. I mean, you just can't attribute this to chance. It's just, it's too perfect. And it's that kind of God's perfection too. And so, yeah. So if you go to, I have a picture of that. Yeah. So this is, uh, let's see. Well, I've got this thing in the way. Okay, here we go. September 19th, 2023. Um, that's, that's when I consider the child to be born because that's the, this is the moment of the sign because the moon's under her feet and mm -hmm. the sun's over her shoulder. So yeah, that's, that's really cool. And, um, the other thing is that, um, let's see, I have it written down here. That conception happened exactly to the day, 444 weeks after the center, the, like the middle solar eclipse of the 2014 and 2015 blood moon tetrad. Wow. So exactly 444 weeks. And you know, that, that, that means that the four sort of always refers to the door. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, that's really a beautiful sort of picture that's being painted there. Um, and the other thing is, I don't know, it may be too early to, to talk about this. Yeah. I think I'll just let you guys talk about the, um, Serbia asteroid, the one that means embryo, embryo, uh, embryo, excuse me, because yeah. that really has, that really ties into this, uh, really in an amazing way too. It's, it's this is so incredible. I don't know. Should we use Dana's screen or, or Brad's screen or, or what? Um, maybe Brad, do you know how to put up a couple of things at once? Yeah, are, sure. Are is he going to talk about o Ojima? Yeah, we're going to do that. Let's. Uh, yeah. I'll put okay. Up Brad. You know Let Brad talk about that, and then I'll I'll show the Ojima Gematria after that. That's fine. Oh, perfect. Okay. All right. Let's really hammer home this December eighteenth, two thousand twenty-two thing. Okay. So Brad, if you can pull up, so o Ojima. So Brett, um, Dana did an awesome job talking about Yeshua in the moon there on December 18th, 2022, Hanukkah. And um, just so you guys know, it's the first day of Hanukkah. But it's the, but last year it was on the Torah calendar. It was the 24th day of the ninth month. Let me see if I can show you. I, I might as well show my screen first. I'm going to show my screen. Can you see my screen? Yeah, you can see that, right? Yes. 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 So in the bottom corner here, this is 2022, month nine. December 18th is the 24th day of the ninth month. So in the Bible, Haggai 2 verse 18, 
It says, consider now, this is uh, this was emailed to me like a couple hours ago from Bobby. Thank you for messaging me this verb. She's like, hey, you should talk about this. I'm like, I'm totally talking about this, and thank you for sending me this verse. So consider now from this day forward, from the 24th day of the ninth month, from the day that the foundation of the Lord's temple was laid, consider it. Is the seed still in the barn as yet the vine, the fig tree? So Yeshua, in my opinion, is planting this seed because the moon, I think, represents um, the, the egg the egg, you know, like the fertilization, right? So uh, I'll bring Brad's screen back up. Uh, where is it? Is it right here? Is that Brad's screen? Yeah. So Yeshua in, is in the moon there on December 18th on Hanukkah, but the Bible verse says, is the seed still in the barn on the 24th day of the ninth month? And so we all, many of us believe that Jesus was conceived on Hanukkah festival of lights and here we have the moon and yeshua in the moon with uh in virgo but look in the reproductive area where is the bride at this very very moment ojima ojima o-j-i-m-a which means three five six five can you see it is it there yes it's in the birthing canal receiving the seed are you kidding me cowbell <laughs> are you guys yes Double cowbell. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on, triple cowbell. There you go. That's so just too perfect. Let me get this straight. Yeshua is putting the seed at per, like the Bible verse in Haggai nine verse twenty four into the barn, and Jesus said, you know, he's kind. Of, he in the temple is like the Holy Spirit and all that. I'm gonna raise it up in three days. The bride Ojima is receiving the seed. They've been dancing around the sky, flying around randomly for the last 80 years, but they happen to be in perfect conjunction on Hanukkah, December 18th, 2022. After this point, Yeshua was pursuing her, but after this point, Yeshua now leads her beyond this point. But in this area, we've got this other asteroid, which we talked about, which means embryo. And that's S-R-B-I-J-A. Can you find Ser that? Serbia is how you pronounce it. Okay, Serbia. It's just this, like a Serbian spelling of Serbia. Uh-huh. And uh, the number of that one, what was the number of that one again? It was... Uh, 1564. So that means embryo. And when you read Psalm 139, when this word is in there, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read you guys Psalm 139. I, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. So we were seeing a picture of being born and all that. Psalm 139, where this word is used in the Hebrew, is this. Uh, for you formed my inward parts. You covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eye saw my substance being yet un, unformed, right there. That's the word unformed or embryo, you know. And in your book, they all were written, the days fashioned for me when as yet there were uh, none of them. So Psalm 139, 13 through 16 is talking about a birth and being formed in your mother's womb. And here is the asteroid in the mother's womb when Yeshua and the bride are potentially 
consummating the child. Yeah, if you want to see something cool, then uh, go back to, well, show it first, show it in motion, like uh, as at like maybe a couple days before the conception. And watch how um, Serbia or quote unquote embryo, because uh, it's coming in, it's coming into the Virgo's belly. And then right after the conception, it does like a retrograde movement and goes and as if it's, you know, just hanging out the, in the uh, belly growing as an embryo, as a fetus. Yeah, you see? <laughs> wow. Right. And then and then exactly at um, I don't know if you could track a child at this point. But exactly at, uh, I think it's August 22nd, at the, the exact point when Serbia, the embryo, quote unquote, leaves the little imaginary line there of the, uh, of the womb, then child enters the womb. Yeah. It, it, you can't make this stuff up. So if you, do you know how to put the constellation lines on? I can see them. They're just really faint. Yeah. Yeah. So what what uh, Dana was saying there was the child comes into the womb when the embryo leaves the womb, like on the same day. They they cross the and the embryo leaves the bottom line when the child enters the first line in the in the switch spots at that point, essentially. Um. So that's incredible. Now. Yeah. If that weren't enough, there's two more things to add to this whole story of the birth and December 18th my goodness and so where is the child on december 18th 2022 well it's in the loins of leo the lion it's underneath the lion so when yeshua is um you know putting the seed in the barn so to speak when the bride is in the birthing canal and the embryo is in the womb the seed is coming from leo the lion because the child is has is under the Leo Alliance. So can you go look where child is December 18th, 2022? So it's under the Leo the Lion. Wow, this is consummation is coming. So we know that the seed comes from the king, you know. And the other one, the other thing to add to this is there's one more asteroid. Now, December 18th, 2022. So you guys know that Angel Gabriel came to Mary and said, yo, you're going to have a kid, yo. And don't worry, uh, the seed is from God. It's from Yahweh. It's not from Joseph. It's from Yahweh. So, you know, we would expect to see Gabriel in this whole birthing story, and we do. And so the, the asteroid name is B-E-A-T-E, and that number is 1043, and that means G that's Greek, Strong's Greek for Gabriel. And that is to the left, of the, just around the knee, right? Yes. So in this picture, <laughs> what we see is uh, this asteroid representing Gabriel announcing that you are going to conceive and have a child. And we have Yeshua and the bride in conjunction for the first time in line on Hanukkah, the Festival of Lights, uh, with the embryo. And the child asteroid is in the loins of Leo. And then nine months later, we have a child coming out of Virgo. Mm -hmm. uh, like you guys go ahead and say something. With with you... the uh, the number 4580, which is 45 plus 80, 
is uh, 125, which is Revelation 12.5. Nice. Oh, you're right. Yes, yeah. Yeah, say that again for us so that we can absorb what you just said. Yeah. Uh, the number identifier for the child asteroid is 4580, and 45 plus 80 is 125. Mm -hmm. And, of course, 125 is what we're looking at here, right? Revelation 12.5, man-child yeah. was born verse. That's yeah. great. You know, one of the things I think is really it's subtle and profound you know, the fact that Yeshua is like right on the edge of the moon, not directly behind it or close to and it. It really looks like an egg, <laughs> the image of an egg being fertilized. I mean, this to me, that's more convincing had it been behind the moon or just kind of close to it. Yeah, I was thinking that if it if it were a comet, it would be even more perfect for that imagery. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like a perfect story, you know, and and but the the thing is, it's kind of hidden. Like this is, this was not easy to find. This was not an easy thing to just find. You had to search this stuff out really to find all this stuff, and there was a team of people doing this. So I thought this was so cool. Um, and also, forty five eighty, um, the the meat the the. the it, <laughs> I'm mumbling here. It means a uh, a Christian from Thessalonica. So, and we get our rapture verses from First Thessalonians, and um, and it's talking about a birth in cha chapter five of Thessalonians. So that child, forty-five eighty, means a Christian, particularly from Thessalonica. Rapture verse, and it's going to be like labor pains in chapter five of Thessalo Th Thessalonians. And, and as we speak, there's a uh, like the worst rainstorm in Greece's history, called a storm called Daniel, hitting the. Thessalonica region. <laughs> a storm called Daniel? Yeah, it's a rainstorm called Daniel that's causing these like catastrophic uh, floods. And it's hitting the Thessaly region, so named because uh, that's where Thessalonica is. And it's supposed to be like the worst uh, storm that they've ever had in their in Greece's history. So, my goodness. My goodness. Okay, I'm just going to say it one more time because I love this particular asteroid. And this one was Q U E R C U S. And 8643 is the number. That means Tara. Yom Tara is there on 2023 Feast of Trumpets. But that is what Feast of Trumpets is, Yom Tara. So September um, 19, 2023, it's in Virgo. And um, so that's that. Now, Dana, you had some other pictures that you wanted to share. And we, we're going to talk about Nishimura as well, going to the head. Yeah, the, yeah. Nishimura. So first I'll show the uh, Gematria of that Ojima okay. asteroid. Well, Okay, I should show your screen then. Uh, yes. Okay, we'll switch screens to Dana's screen. Thank you everybody for being here and hanging out. Love you guys. I'm just really enjoying this. Uh, yeah, so that Ojima asteroid that's um, sort of acting like the bride of the Yeshua asteroid, um, if you think about it, um, the, that's and they're conceiving a child right so the child being the church um is really like the child of uh jesus and the nation of israel right so we're kind of like typologically um israel's child um so that being said if you look at the the numbers that god chose to use for this for this ojima asteroid 
if you add up the 3565, you get 19. And, and then if you do the basic simple ordinal gematria on uh, Ojima, it comes out to 48, right? Wow. So it, it's 1948, which um, I don't, can't think of any number that would better represent the nation of Israel than that number. Man, that is incredible. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is that um, the Hebrew value, some people know this already, the Hebrew gematria value for Eve uh, is 19, right? And Eve was the uh, bride of the first Adam, right? So it's pretty striking to me that uh, God chose to use this number 3565, which adds up to 19 for to represent, you know, as a as the number that represents in this picture here, the bride of the second Adam, Jesus Christ, right? Mm -hmm. That's so, amazing. Can I show my screen since you talked about Eve? Sure. Okay, I'll show my screen just for a second, just to show you guys one verse about Eve, because you know I like my verse 23s right now. And what does he say in Genesis 2, oh, I love this one. Yeah, and Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman, because she was taken out of man. So this is, this is the announcement of his partner in verse 23. So there you go in verse 23, among many other verse 23s. But I'll bring it back to your screen, bro, because just because you brought up. Um... Oh, okay. Now I have to remember what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, um, that, here okay. Yeah, this is this is really, really cool. Okay, so um, Brad, yesterday, I think it was yesterday, he was showing, it was the day before yesterday, actually. I got to pull up my Stellarium. Uh, he was showing, like, the movement of the... Nishimura asked a comet sort of through this like asteroid field because he's using some other program that sort of depicts the all like hundreds of asteroids and you can see Nishimura like dodging all these um, asteroids but it does conjunct with one particular asteroid and I thought that was pretty interesting uh, sort of the, the numbers about it it's this one right here called uh, 1734 Right, Zongo, yeah. Zongolovich. This was good. Okay. Yes. Yeah, good. And let me just maximize the screen and make it clear. That's you're gonna, you're gonna like this one, Brad. You're gonna like it. You I'm got ready. a cabal over there. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, okay, so let me get it to the right time. Let's see, I'm in 2022. That's no good. I gotta go back to September 2023. Okay, so. This little red reticule is the asteroid. I think that I just you need to mentioned. share his screen, Aaron, not to interrupt. Oh, okay. I, am I sharing the wrong screen? Yeah, you're on mine. Oh, okay. I knew I was something. Something was going on. Okay. There we go. Okay. okay go ahead, Dean. Okay. So the little red reticule here is the asteroid that Brad found. It's called 1734 Zongolovich, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, and. If you, up here, you can see this little dot right here and this little label says, um, is that the, that's the Nishimura comet, okay? And so as you go through, I'm gonna move forward here. And so we're September 19th, September 20th. Uh, before I actually hit it, I should probably mention uh, that Brett, what Brad mentioned, strong 1734 means his beloved, Yes. okay? 
So, and we know Nishimura represents, uh, so it's like this sort of symbol for Jesus, right? For the beloved husband going west to pick up his beloved, right? And return her safely to the ark. So watch this. So if you go forward, um, Nishimura conjuncts, conjuncts perfectly with this <laughs> asteroid called uh, his beloved. Now, that's just cool. I think this is even in a way superior. I mean, it's it's not in every way, but in a way it's superior even to the child. Like if the, if they had just if if uh, Patrick had discovered just the <laughs> Zongolovich asteroid <laughs> and the Nishibura, that already by itself would have been an amazing story. You know, because it happens on the Feast of Trumpets. It's it's this comet that means you know, magnificent husband goes west and it goes and picks up a his beloved and takes her back to the ark. But the fact that it's, I mean, it's just icing on the cake at this point. Yes. So um, so the other thing is that, um, so, I mean, you know, Brad already showed that. So I'm just kind of. Um, you know what? Before before you say this, Miles put the, the time to 1734 instead of 1736. Oh, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> wow. 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 Can I get like a five cowbells for that? That's just That's insane. <laughs> Wow. Hey, props, man. Respect. That was awesome. <laughs> Somebody's paying attention. <laughs> I have to keep that. I'm going to have to keep on every time it moves forward one minute. I'm just going to back it up. Just keep it on that. Look at that. Wow. What wow. a great find. I'm man. Not perfectly accurate, but I mean, I mean, it's close enough. <laughs> yeah. So, and I don't know. It also depends on the perspective. You know, if I'm on a different part of the earth, then maybe yeah, of course. it is perfectly conjoined at that time. Uh, but the other thing is that what I found after watching that live stream was that um, Luke 1734, because we're looking at 1734 Zongolovich. Zongal Luke 1734 is, I tell you, in that night there shall be two med men in one bed. The one shall be taken, the other shall be left. Yeah. Do you mm. like that, Brad? Do you like yes. that? Say that again. Uh, Luke 1734 because we're looking at, at this asteroid with the number yeah. 1734 is I tell you in that night, there shall be two men in one bed. The one shall be taken and the other shall be left. Oh man, dude, this, this has gone all over it. Isn't this crazy? <laughs> I love it. This is like my favorite oh, one. Man, this has made my night, my week, my year. Incredible. Right. Yeah. And this is also a uh, 440 week. What is it? Is it? Yeah. September 22nd. Yeah, exactly. To the day 444 weeks after the march 20 2015 solar eclipse wow. which was in the middle of that uh famous 2014 2015 blood moon tetrad so it's got that going for it too but yeah that's just a really really cool i i actually was trying to figure out what zongolovich means and i asked my uh friend who's from russia because <laughs> it kind of sounds like a russian name he didn't know <laughs> and you can't find any information on it on google so if anybody listening uh, I think he said it was like a um, Slavic sort of variant of uh, it's not it's not Russian. It's more like a Slavic language or something. So if anybody listening is from that part of the world and knows what that means, maybe it has a cool meaning. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at this point. Yeah, something I'm, I'm hoping because I, I couldn't find anything either. And 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 so far, everything's just been right on bullseye. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> right on the bullseye. Remember, and remember, I talked about the arc. I forget which one it was. Now I'm looking through my notes. Uh, one of those asteroids means the arc. Oh yeah, here it is T O V A R I C H. Talked about the arc. Talked about 
Noah, the number is G2787. Now you just brought up Luke 1734, right? Correct. Okay, well, let's read Luke 1726. And as it was in the days of Noah, so it will be also in the days of the Son of Man. They ate, they drank, they married wives, they were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came. Remember that asteroid I talked about? It means flood? Camo? Yes. Wow. So, the, so this is why I wanted to read that info at the beginning because now it's just coming up. So the asteroid Tovarish and Camo, Tovarish number 2787 means Ark and Noah. And the other this other one, Camo 4215 means floods and rivers. Now Luke 17 is coming alive like crazy because two asteroids, one of them means Ark and one of them means flood. I'm going to read Luke 1727. They ate, they drank, they married wives. They were given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. Likewise, it was also in the days of Lot. They ate, they drank, they bought, they sold, they planted, they built. But on the day that Lord went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even so, will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed? In that day, he who is on the housetop and his goods are in the house, let him not come down to take them away and likewise the one who is in the field let him not turn back remember lot's wife whoever seeks to save his life will lose it and whoever loses his life will preserve it verse 34 which is the one that we really brought up here is i tell you in that night there will be two men in one bed one will be taken and the other will be left so um we just kind of had three connections there with two asteroids in that 1734 you know what I'm saying? Yep. Um, so, I'm sorry, Brad, were you saying something? I, I'm just, I'm, I'm speechless, honestly. I mean, you know, when, when I saw those the other day, it, it's just amazing that there was even more to it than what I had seen then. Well, I was and, just telling, um, I was telling Aaron uh, the other day that, you know, it's, we're always finding these, um, like every day we're finding like 30 new asteroids in this and this the number has some strong meaning but what i really love is when you have um multiple connections you know like yes. it has a greater depth you know so absolutely uh, it, those are just i just i love those and they create a nice little story and they link up with uh scripture so so the next thing i wanted to show is uh this okay so we talked about this in an old live stream a couple like a week ago or something oh perfect and yeah this mm -hmm. is the 118p shoemaker levi uh it's a comet okay yeah it's a comet not an asteroid and um shoemaker levi he's this is like two uh, astronomers they were famous for discovering that um other shoemaker levi comet which famously uh, plunged into Jupiter. <laughs> yeah, so that's sort of interesting coincidence. Um, and the guy Levi, he actually discovered um, in his whole career 23 comets. So that's kind of interesting, too. But uh, what I had showed in the past was that um, um, the comet here, 118 P Shoemaker Levi. So I'm, I'm looking at the Revelation 12 sign of 2017. And you see Jupiter sort of being born here. And that, yeah, so that just passed by the 23rd there, right? And so right after Jupiter's being born, um, this comet, Shoemaker-Levi, gets born. And it kind of goes around the ecliptic for the next, few, next six years, I suppose. 
I, I kind of lost track of it. But basically, no, what happens is it comes back. Yeah. Yeah, it's somewhere. It's somewhere up here above Leo, and you'll see it. The red reticle will show up again here some at some point. There it is. Okay, right there. And um, we'll go forward January, February. Just out of curiosity, where is it on December eighteenth, two thousand twenty-two? Oh, not a huge, question. not a huge deal, but we might as well do a little, little check there. Dude, dude, you know that reminds me of Genesis three. Yeah, <laughs> does, does that not yeah. crush his head? Crush his head. Yeah. Wow. Whoops. Yeah. I lost it. Oh. Let me read that Genesis three when. Uh, Okay, and I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. I mean, what the, what the, what? Okay, so while this whole consummation scene is going on December 18th during Hanukkah with the seed and Yeshua going into the womb with the bride there and the Gabriel asteroid there and the embryo asteroid there and the child in the loins of Leo that looks like a total consummation scene. We've got this other asteroid in the head of Hydra. And, comet, comet. Uh, comet, I'm sorry, this other comet. And then okay, I'm going to read this again, Genesis 3.15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed, and he shall bruise your head. You shall bruise his heel. Like, what the what, man? <laughs> what the what? Well, and now we know what Shoemaker Levi comet was doing on Hanukkah. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Okay, just go ahead and sorry to interrupt. That's just wow. <laughs> no, that was that was brilliant. That we, I mean, I, I would have never thought to check on that day, but that's perfect. Um, okay, so yeah, uh, moving forward, and yeah, so amazingly, uh, this comet sort of joins both signs, point both the um, 2017 Revelation sign, Revelation 12 sign, and the 2023 Revelation 12 sign. Because you can see here, what is it, 917, 918-ish? It's re-entering the, the womb. So it left on the Feast of Trumpets um, in 2017, and it comes back in the Feast of Trumpets uh, on 2023. And so those are the, are those are the, the two major signs. So um, somebody on um, Aaron's comment section on his YouTube pointed out that Levi means um, uh, joined or joined in harmony, uh, which is perfect because this comet is sort of joining these two signs. But there is another sense in which that works, and I think is actually pretty cool too, maybe even cooler. And you brought up something too. When you when you take the artwork off, it looks like that is the actual neck. Right, and so I can do that right now. Um, are those lines uh, thick enough to make them out, Aaron? Yes, I think so. Okay, yeah. cool, because I, I, I configured them to be a little thicker. Okay, good. Yeah, Brad and I can both see it, I think, so. All right, so constellation art. Right, I'll turn that off. So uh, this is really cool. This comment here. Uh, so you can see here this little dot, and then right here is the label. That's Nishimura, right? That's the uh, excellent husband going west. And as so, let me just move forward in time. I guess this is September seventeenth. As this, and uh, maybe I should. Maybe you want to read real fast, um, Aaron. You want to read Ephesians um, 5.23? Or I yeah. could read it. Okay, so Ephesians sure. 5.23, there's another 23 for you, right? 
-hmm. is for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church and he is the savior of the body. So keep that in mind. Um, so as you move closer and you see, uh, as Aaron was pointing out, um, if you take away the constellation art and you just have the stick figure, Virgo is basically a headless constellation. So what's happening here, right when Nishimura comet arrives about where it would be the head, um, where 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 uh, imaginary head would be correctly positioned, I should say, is this Le um, Shoemaker Levi comet uh, sort of is at the neck, and that like we already mentioned, uh, Levi means joined <laughs> uh, or joined in harmony. So wow. yeah, so it's like um, pretty obvious what it means. It means like the head being joined um, to the body, right? And exactly as Ephesians 5.23 said. So Christ is the head of the church and he's the head of the, he's the, head of the body. So right at the neck, we've got something, a, a comment that's called joined right when the head is in the correct position. And I have another picture of that. So I just want to give full credit. This, I, this discovery came from a great YouTube channel called, uh, I think it's run by Dr. Richard um, Zimmer. Yeah. And yeah. And this is just a really cool thing that he found, I think. And he came up with this little graphic here that shows um, the left is kind of like, okay, but a little bit too early. The, the head is a little too high. And on the right, it's a little bit too low. But right in the middle, which is, I guess, September 19th, it's in the correct position. And the Shoemaker Levi um, comment, which means joined in harmony is right on right on the neck so the head's being joined at the neck in harmony i think that's just really amazing man yeah um we should really read ephesians 5 23 to the bottom because uh Go looking at looking at this picture yeah let's do that so you know i'm not going to read it in terms of you know just think of it in terms of stars you know so okay so for the husband is head of the wife as also christ is head of the church and he is the savior of the body. So we're making this connection with Jesus being the head and we are the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands and everything. Uh, husbands, love your wife, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. Remember those asteroids I talked about washing and being baptized and being yeah, washed? Yeah. yeah, so that's there. <laughs> at trumpets at the same time that he might present her to himself a glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing but that she should be holy and without blemish so husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies he who loves his wife loves himself for no one ever hated his own flesh but nourishes and cherishes it just as the lord does the church for we are members of his body of his flesh and of his bones and here's a big verse right here that really this is really a big thing for this reason a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined there's the word joined that's what levi means so that that red thing you're looking at in the picture that means joined joined to his wife and the two shall become one flesh so here's the head joined joining to the body and the head and the body were becoming one flesh being joined um and then the last two verses this is a great mystery but i speak concerning christ and the church nevertheless let each one of you 
in particular, so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So there's more verses in Colossians that speak to Jesus being the head and the and we are the church being the body. But it's really the core thing is Ephesians 5, 23 through 33. This picture really screams pretty loud when you read that scripture there. So, But wait, there's more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bring it. Okay, so this part gets a little mathy. So for people who don't like math, time to take a bathroom break. But it's pretty short. <laughs> uh, I actually was um, I was trying to figure out what the what the number meant, um, and I prayed to God about it and asked Him. And within twelve hours, I got a response. Somebody dropped a random uh, um, clue about pi for me about uh, about the uh, number one eighteen. I mean, what are the odds of that happening? You know, within few hours of me asking God about asking about that particular number. Um, so, so I was thinking is the 118, so it's 118P Shoemaker Levi, is the P in there, what does it mean? Is it like a clue to look in pi? So yeah, so these numbers, by the way, we don't have to just limit ourselves to like looking up strongs. God is extremely uh, complex and he likes to, he wants to have literals for every level, you know, of, of, I don't know, expertise, if you will. So there's other stuff in there like math and gematria, not necessarily all Strong's numbers. So anyway, so I was wondering, is the P a clue to look uh, in pi or is it a clue to look at prime numbers, right? P for prime numbers. Well, what's the 118th prime number? It's the number 647. Okay. And what number is at the 118th digit of pi. So if you're looking at pi 3.14159 and so on, the 118th digit of pi is right here. And it happens to be the number 647, <laughs> uh, the 118th prime, which which is amazing almost by itself. Um, so remar remarkably, uh, 647 is the 118th prime number and the first appearance of the number 647 in pi is at the 118th digit of pi, uh, which is phenomenal. So, so basically the P meant both pi and prime, right? It's like a double confirmation. So now let's see, you know, so now you can forget about the math. <laughs> so why is this number 647 being called out by God in his, in his comment that he, he numbered, right? He put this number on it. Um, well, if you look at Strong's Greek 647, it's apostasion, right? And even though it's used in, in the New Testament as a as a word for a divorce or like a certificate of divorce, the root Greek meaning of apostasion is notice of departure. And the Strong's Hebrew 647 is a or the Arabic afala, which means to disappear or to depart. And that's a pretty crazy coincidence. Both, both uh, the Greek and the Hebrew of that number have some sort of something to do with departure. Um, Aphaya also means uh, blowing. So if you look this here, it says Aphaya, meaning um, blowing, right? So, and I know that one of the other um, names for Feast of Trumpets is the Day of Blowing. So we got yet another reference here to Yom Teruah in our uh, 2023 Revelation 12 sign. So the, the Hebrew word for 647 is afala, which means a day of blowing? So the strongest Hebrew for 647 is a, is a faya, right? And that means blowing. 
Okay. And it, the afaya is sort of related to the Arabic word afala, and that oh, means to right. disappear. Okay. So the, if you go to the Strong's, Arabic word. Yes. Yeah. If yeah. you actually go to Strong's Hebrew right here, um, that's afaya, and then down here you'll see the Arabic disappear, depart. So. Wow. Okay. So what you what to summarize what uh, Dana just said there for the people that don't like math <laughs> is this Levi shoemaker represents um, a departure and so, yeah and it also rep represents uh, a day of blowing right right then so this shoemaker Levi comment that God is obviously using in a in a really big way in this entire sign has a number on it and that number through mathematics is pointing very clearly with like a double confirmation to another number 647 mm -hmm. which you yeah. can then plug into strongs and get meaning out of so yeah. i think that was like uh like this sort of like um level two you know you know because he's hiding stuff in strong's numbers and this is like the level two version right so it's not just yeah. you can't just plug in the number you have to go through a little math you know then yeah. to get the the riddle out so it's like the level two difficulty of riddles yeah wow so this really means departure and to disappear and a blowing yom Torah. whoa and 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 yom Torah, like i said that other asteroid means Torah. because of the yeah time. yeah that was amazing man wow i don't even wow but so it sounds to me like we we're getting our notice of departure here <laughs> yes yes just beautiful just amazing so yeah that's all i have <laughs> was there anything else brad on your end that you wanted to say yeah i had a couple of really quick fun extras to throw in there well let's do it then yeah let me want me to get your screen on sure um where is your screen let me see here i've got one two three four. Oh, there it is okay all right, you're on. Okay. So this is uh, current. This is today, right now. And, um, you know, we, all this wedding talk and preparation talk, I, I found it interesting. I mentioned this in the live stream yesterday, and, and I, I was corrected by um, someone in the comments. I, you know, had a little wrong on the on the myrrh. I thought that's what Mary had used on Jesus' feet. It was spikenard. I, I realize that now, but she pointed out, and I and forgive me, I don't I don't remember the lady's name in the comments, but she did mention that myrrh was used in Esther when she was being prepared to see her king. So here you have the asteroid groom, which is per, pouring out myrrh. I found that very interesting that that's going on at the same time as all the other things in Virgo. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And Murr is, uh, is in Song of Solomon quite a bit, too. Yes. Esther 2, 12, she, uh, she had treat beauty treatments with oil of myrrh for six months. And staying on this, um, this area here, uh, the thought crossed my mind, you know, um, what is this Yeshua asteroid doing? On the possible crucifixion day, you know, a lot of this with your thousand year as mm -hmm. a day timeline kind of hinges on the crucifixion date. And right now it would be 30 AD. Mm -hmm. So I checked out the asteroid on that day. 
it is as well being poured out, which made me think of the verse in Psalms, the prophecy of Jesus being crucified, which says, I am poured out like water and all of my bones are disjointed and my heart is like wax melting within me. I, I thought this was a pretty profound one, too. Well, so possibly yeah. two more clues. Wow. And wasn't he? Um, I have to go check my notes, but wasn't wasn't he wrapped in myrrh when he was uh, crucified and laid in his tomb or was it a different spice? I believe myrrh was one of them. So it's there eh? in, in Aquarius. Uh, it is now. Hmm. Awesome. The myrrh is in Leo on that date in 30 AD. Uh, okay. Okay. But just two, two more darts to throw in the, on the board there. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And that, that's all I have. All right. So let's do a recap then of this video, guys. And we'll hide all our screens for now. So, uh, um, all right. What jumped out to you, Brad, overall? What was like a couple of high moments for you? Wow, man. The, the image of the conception, uh, the Yeshua at the moon and the bride right next to it, I think is a perfect picture and the date, you know, on Hanukkah. Um, Barry all has pointed out many times and, you know, the feast of lights and how they, they see that spark of light when, when uh, the concept, the moment of conception occurs. And I think that's very compelling evidence. And then man, my mind has just been blown tonight hearing uh, the additional evidence on the uh, Zangalovich asteroid that Nishimura uh, conjuncts with, uh, that's some amazing stuff, man. I, I'm just, I've been, it's been an honor to have front row seats tonight. Uh, see all this and man, I, I'm just speechless. Really? <laughs> I feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, Dana gave your overview of this video. What uh, the highlights there for everybody. Yeah, well, there were a couple multiple cowbell moments. <laughs> yeah. um, when you caught that 1734 on the clock in uh, Jerusalem, I was like, wow, <laughs> it's always the best parts because, you know, obviously we know most of this stuff because, you know, we're preparing to the material to show it. But when we um, discover stuff like that on the fly, it's just like, wow. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. Yeah, uh, I thought that was really cool as well was this um, uh, blessed <laughs> asteroid called blessed right next to an yeah. asteroid called hope. I mean, it's just that was great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I've been running on, on all cylinders. Like I was telling Aaron a couple days ago for like the last week, ever since this sign really blew up and, you know, thank, thank God that, uh, <laughs> uh, he revealed it to brother Patrick with, with just that Amen. first, um, child asteroid, because that was definitely not the extent of it. I mean, that was just like the, um, that was just the, like the big bang moment, you know, and this thing is really blown up. And there's just been so much, there's so much rich detail, you know, it really, the only thing limiting like the detail is uh, like the amount of 
effort we put into investigating it, you know, or the amount of time we put into it. Like the more time and investigation we put into it, we're just going to find more stuff, you know. Uh, it's really amazing. And so something did happen on um, uh, July 26. It wasn't the rapture, but um, that was the day that uh, that uh, Brother Patrick posted that he found this child at Asteroid. So, so you know, we always uh, expecting a certain thing, but um, God surprises us. You know, it's not the rapture, right. but it's like that was the beginning of this entire sign. And uh, yeah, <laughs> that wow, amazing. amazing. And you know, I think I keep thinking back to the 2017 um, Revelation 12 sign, and would we even be looking at all these things right now had it not been for that sign? Then that seemed to really grab everyone's attention, and now we are like extremely focused in on it this year. And there's just been so many signs added and added and added every single day, and no telling what we'll find tomorrow. <laughs> but it's exciting. It is. I um, if you want to if you want to talk to Brad and Dana, you can hop in my Discord channel, and uh, they're there. And um, Dana's got a, a channel. I can link Dana's channel in the description box. Um, Dana isn't too concerned with growing a channel, though, right? Dana, you just kind of have it, and uh, throw up a couple things here. Yeah. Um. I wasn't even expecting. I, I was throwing stuff up on my YouTube, like just to make it available for you know, make it convenient for for somebody to watch a video. Yeah. Um, and some, at some point, you know, uh, more people started to subscribe because it was being mentioned and, and then I'm thinking, oh man, I have all this personal stuff on my channel, you know, <laughs> I have, or just stupid things. Like I, I think my, my, I have these YouTube shorts of like a, uh, longest rooster cluck or something <laughs> like that, or, you know, cat videos, you know, it's like, man, they, I hope they don't think they're coming to some big watchman channel or something. <laughs> But, you know, yeah, Dane has been one of those guys in the background really supporting a lot of us uh, doing these things. So thank you, Dana, for coming on. Thank you, Brad. And um, my overview about this whole thing, um, I'm blown away with all these asteroids and what they all mean. One means the Ark. One means the Flood. One means Yahweh. One means Teru. The other one means blowing of trumpets. Another one re means ram's horn. Um, there's a blessed, there's a hope. There is a uh, glorious appearing um the whole scene with the birth i think is incredible i think the whole movement of how yeshua yeshua and that bride uh, asteroid flies through space yeshua is pursuing her the whole time but on december 18th they come in perfect conjunction when the angel gabriel asteroid is there and the uh, embryo asteroid is there right when the moon is there on hanukkah when the scripture says it in haggai chapter 2 talking about the seed and the temple. And then we just found out that Shoemaker Levi, or um, the uh, comment is on the head of the serpent, which lines up with Genesis chapter 3, verse, I believe it was 15, bruising the head and the seed. And the, my goodness. And then we've got this whole Levi, which means union with Nishimura, the good husband coming through at the head of Virgo, making a union which ties in with scripture in Ephesians chapter 5. I mean, wow. What are you gonna do? Is it the rapture? We don't know. We're just we're just studying and presenting information, and that's it. I don't know. We don't know when it's gonna happen, but man, is it a cool <laughs> thing to see that in the stairs? I'm ready and available. Yeah, yeah, me too. So we'll leave it 
we'll leave it at that, guys. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, please get tight with Christ. That's my simple way of saying enter into relationship with him. And, uh, yeah, my salvation verses are in my description box below, always on every single video. Go through it and read it. If you want to talk with somebody, you can in my Discord. The link is in my description box underneath the video. And uh, love you guys so much. Thanks for hanging out with us tonight. And uh, obviously share it if you like it. And um, that's about it. Okay. Take care. See you guys. Little cowbell, maybe? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Take it easy. All right. Thanks, guys.